Hi, I'm Faith and welcome to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is a 31-day journey through the book of Proverbs. Be prepared to grow in wisdom as we go through this journey together. I'm excited to have you on this podcast with me. So let's stay consistently committed to this. Hello, welcome back to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is Faith, your host, and we're going straight into chapter 14. We have had wonderful experiences. I hope you've been learning something from what we've been reading so far on the Proverbs 31 podcast. Episode 14 means chapter 14 of Proverbs. We're going to be reading from the NIV translation and let's go straight into the word. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. Whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly, but those who despise him are devious in their ways. A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty, but from the, but from the strength of an ox comes abundant harvest. This just means that the strength, this ox that is active with his fellow ox people, they will give birth to children. Because <laughs> sometimes the Bible knows how to code things. Like, and Adam knew his wife. When I was much younger, I used to think like, Adam knew his wife. Yeah, he knew his wife. I didn't know that it was. And Adam did things with his wife. <laughs> okay, so. An honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways. But the folly of fools is deception. Fools mock at making amends for sins, but goodwill is found among the upright. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Even in laughter, the heart may ache, and rejoicing may end in grief. <laughs> you know, when he says, even in laughter, the heart may ache, and rejoicing may end in grief. But I'll just, let me talk about the, even in laughter, the heart may ache. Um, You know, there are, you know, you see stories, uh, um, once in a while, you see people who, who die or who commit suicide. And they say, oh, this person was really, really depressed. And but they were but the, but the thing is they were always smiling they were always making people laugh and all of that and that just shows that you know it's actually possible to be going through troubles and still manage a smile on your face but at the end of everything you should know when to talk to someone about stuff and when to share because it's the popular saying a problem shared is a problem half solved don't be so into your problems that I there was a time I was having challenges and it was mainly financial challenges and I was in my own world because I couldn't share it with anybody or I felt like if I shared it with someone I'll be judged and all of that um it was it was a really dark place for me at that time you know because I used to be very jovial and laughing and I used to be very jovial or before then, it was a very dark place for me because before then I was very, I was a very excited child. Like 
always there to make people laugh, share a joke, help somebody. But when when that that began to eat so deep into me, I began to just be very quiet. I didn't want to speak with anybody. So that was like the second stage or the deeper stage. Because at first I was trying to mask it with jokes and everything. But then it became so bad and I couldn't talk about it. And, you know, sometimes, and look, the thing is, the devil wants you to not talk about things because he wants you to feel like you are the one that has the biggest problem. But it's not true. When you share, when you talk, you would see that the thing you are even not talking about is not even a big, it's not even so much of a big deal like that, you know. And when I spoke about it to someone that um, has authority over me, in a sense, as a matter of fact, I spoke to two people about it and it was as if, dude, what have you been worried about all this while? What have you been bothered about? Because it just it just became like nothing at the end of the day. And, you know, so why did I even come into this talk? It was because I read the scripture that says even in laughter, the heart may ache. Yeah, sometimes you might be, you might have a happy demeanor, but in the heart, you are not very okay. But I want to encourage you that if you are in that kind of place, don't hesitate to say it to somebody because that's what the devil wants. He wants to close you off and then make you think and think that the world and everything is bigger than you and all the problems are bigger than everybody. And, you know, eventually you're not going to be able to share with someone. And so, you know, it ends up in a very, very bad place. Okay, so moving on, moving on, verse 14. The faithless will be fully repaid for their ways and the good rewarded for theirs. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. The simple only inherit fully, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge, Evildoers will bow down in the presence of the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty you know when they say talk is cheap and all you do is talk 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 <laughs> all you do is talk 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 man and and talk talk alone cannot bring money <laughs> you know solomon wrote this in those days where you have to work but now people stay in their houses and make money there are different ways of making money actually even this talk safe <laughs> brings money now because there are some people that monetize their talk there are some people that actually get paid for their talk so (laughs) but you get what he means here that instead of you to get up and do something you're just imagining that you're going to do it or just talk that don't worry i'm going to do it Uh, if you imagine and keep saying that you are going to get something done and you don't ever do it eventually you're not going to get it done and that's waste of time and time is money and you're going to waste a lot of time and not make money okay so verse 24 the wealth of the wise is their crown but the folly of fools yields folly a truthful witness saves lives 
but a false witness is deceitful. Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. A large population is a king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but whoever is quick-tempered displays folly. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. You know, I learned something about jealousy, bitterness, and anger that they actually affect the stomach. They actually affect the body, especially um, jealousy and anger. I heard that, you know, getting angry is, um, there's a, there's, it secretes an acid in the stomach or something. And you know that ulcer, well, I don't know anything about ulcer, but <laughs> I know that my friend, my friend listening to this is going to yab me because he has always told me that I should get checked for ulcer, that I have it. And I always wonder, why do you want to tell me that I have something when I don't, <laughs> when I don't have it? I don't, I don't have it now. It's not me. Okay, so, but when you get angry, when you, you know, sometimes when you are shouting or when you are angry, you know, not, you, your, your stomach will seem like it's full. That secretion of that substance in your stomach, I don't know what it's called. I'm not ready to read any medical terms right now. But that secretion of whatever is secreted into your stomach, it now deceives the stomach, like as if the stomach is full. So if you notice, when you get angry or when you have some certain kinds of emotions, like you are extremely happy or you are very, very sad, you at that point, you won't be hungry or you feel like you are full or you feel like you don't need to eat or something. <laughs> and then later, the hunger that wire you in, when we say wire here, we mean the hunger that will catch you. There's no better way to put it. Either wire or catch. <laughs> if you don't get it, I'm sorry. Okay, so when the Bible says here in verse 30, it says a heart at peace gives life to the body. <laughs> it it means that um, when your heart is at peace, hunger will catch you at the normal time and you go and eat. But envy rots the bones. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. But whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down. But even in death, the righteous seek refuge in God. Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools, she lets herself to be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. A king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. I don't know if it was here that I mentioned, but there's, there's a story I heard of two sons, and one of the sons went to meet their father, and he said, Daddy, you don't love me as much as you love my brother. And the father said, why? And he said, you're always sending him like you don't send me. And I also want to, you know, do stuff for you and everything. The father said, it's not so. Then the father said, okay, see, go and get me, go and get the price of, okay, let me use, it was something, but let's say engine oil. Go and get me engine oil. And he went and he got engine oil. And he went to the station to ask for the price of engine oil. And he came back and he said, Daddy, there's engine oil. And the father said, how much? Then he went back to ask for the price of engine oil. And he came back, he said, Daddy, it's one five. And he said, okay, do they have fuel? And the boy went back to ask for fuel. And as he came back to ask, he said, yes, they have fuel. And he said, do they have, how, how much is the fuel per liter? And as the boy wanted to go back, the father said, wait, come, let me show you something. And called the other brother and... 
said, please help me go and check in so-and-so place whether they have engine oil. So the boy went, and as he got there, he asked for the price of engine oil. He got the price of engine oil. He got the price of fuel. He got the price of diesel, of kerosene, and came back to his father and said, yes, daddy, they have engine oil, but they also have fuel, diesel, kerosene, in case you want to buy any of those as well. And these are the prices for them. And the father turned to the other son and he said, you see. So this scripture, a king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. Um, someone who is wise. In this case, it's not servants, it's sons. But then somebody who is wise always makes other people happy because I don't need to send you every single thing like do this and do that and make sure you clean this and make sure you do that. Like at some point, you're supposed to apply common sense if wisdom is not available. Because here, it says a wise servant is a delight to the king, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. And so sometimes you look at some people and they're always shouting at one person or they're always shouting at somebody. Why is it that you are not doing this? And why is it that you're not doing that? Why didn't you do it? And it will look like the person that is shouting at the other person is a wicked person. But here's the thing. If you are wise and you act according to wisdom, there is no way that you will not be a delight to somebody or to anybody whom you serve. So that's one lesson that we can learn from here. Another lesson that we can learn is about patience and um, anger. It says... um, Whoever is patient has great understanding, but the one who is quick-tempered displays fully. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I was listening to someone, a very great preacher of the word of God, and he said, he was comparing two proverbs, and he said wisdom. Two of the proverbs were contradicting each other in the sense that, okay, one says answer a fool in his folly, lest he thinks he's wise. And the other one says answer not a fool in his folly, lest they think you are foolish. And that comparison between those two um, the um, proverbs just made me laugh um you see but then if we if we were to look at this particular scripture that whoever is patient is of great understanding you see patience actually does not look sweet when it's happening because you're just patient and you don't know how long this patience is supposed to last at some point you're supposed to like let me give these people a piece of my mind let's say you're waiting for something i always have an experience when i'm getting some things done at a particular place and when I'm when I'm trying to get them done I'm waiting sometimes I get to wait from morning till night just for it to get done and each time I ask they keep saying please hold on please hold on please wait please wait I remember one time when I was waiting also this is some years back and I was waiting I was doing the same thing I wanted to do in a part in a different place from where I do now And I was waiting and these guys were just using me to attend to other people, answer other people. And I was so furious. I decided in my heart that I'm going to give these people a piece of my mind today. And I shouted at the top of my voice. I was very upset. I said, I threatened them. I said, if they don't answer me, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil things in this place today. And then one of the guys came to meet me and said, wow, I never knew you were like this. I used to respect you. That day was the day I felt very bad for actually reacting. So I try my best not to react unnecessarily. If you are quick-tempered. So because I I used to have quick temper. When I was much younger, you talk to me, I would talk, talk. And I'm very small, I'm very tiny like this. I would be talking, my mouth very sharp. But I just realized that (laughs) that's not the way. That's actually not the best way to get things 
um done. So over time, I started to grow. I started to grow in patience. I started to learn what it means to be patient. Many times I've seen the results. It, pay, it pays off. Like just give you a little feeling of what it means to, for your neck to be pressed. <laughs> because it's just so frustrating sometimes when you have to wait and you know you can't react because you know your reaction is going to cause something else that's going to be a problem for the future, in the future. You know, so but we learn every day, we are growing every day. So this this um scripture, this verse of scripture actually also shares something that's very important to us that we should not be quick tempered because that is foolishness on display. Like you're just opening foolishness for you. And when I had this experience a few days ago, I had this experience with the people and they wasted my time from morning till night. I just at the end of everything, I just burst out crying. I was so, so sad that if I tell you people what is on my mind now, I might make somebody feel bad. I just, I just stood where I was and I just started crying. I said, God, why do you have to go through this kind of thing? But eventually, the lesson here is don't get too quick-tempered so that you don't display foolishness. And one more thing that we need to take note of here. Is when in verse 3 it says, A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Mm, in essence, I like what the message translation says here. It says, Frivolous talk provokes a derisive smile. Wise speech evokes nothing but respect. Hmm. You see, and you will not know what it means to have your what you say command respect until you are actually in the situation where what you have said has commanded respect. And you know, and you see how it is, or you get that feeling. <laughs> it's it's pretty intense, pretty amazing. Um, so before you lash out in pride and talk and make people disdain you, also think about um, the wisdom of your lips. The wisdom of your lips will preserve you. Okay, even though there are quite a lot of things to say from chapter 14, I'll just encourage you to go back and study on your own read in other translations get several lessons you can get from it um thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you have been enjoying it so far um i just want to say you can always share the link to this podcast share it with your friends your family people that you'd like to listen to this and let the community keep growing as much as it's been growing in the past few days, we have started this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Until I come your way in episode 15, keep learning, keep growing in wisdom, and keep increasing in knowledge. My name is Faith, and see you in episode 15. God bless you.